Yes. Welcome to another episode of Every Tendo where Dad plays D&D with his kids. Hello. Hello. As per usual, please check out DJ Sketch Goblin at sketchgoblin.co.nz. He does all the cover art for our for our podcast. We love him, all our character art. He's amazing. Check him out. Also, please check out Guyland Design for spell books. Show them to the camera, yeah. They look so beautiful. We don't make any money for recommending these people. We use their products and we love them. And we really recommend them because they've made our game easier and, um, and cooler. So check them out, Garland Design. Check them out. Check yes. them out. Um, what else is there to say? We stream first here on YouTube. So thanks for watching us. This is where you get to see things happen first, if that's interesting to you. And we can see your comments if you comment during the show. And whilst we're still comfortingly small as podcasts go, it means we can sort of say hi to you and stuff, which I think yes. is nice. Yep. We rejoin our heroes in the city of Metropole on a little bit of a detour from trying to save the continent from the ravages of the necrotic, enervantic spread of a foul uh, kind of reversal of a, of a mighty artefact. And whilst there are things that are rocking not just the continent but the world with the spread of this enervancy because of this corrupted artefact, Yurishnik, there are troubles at home as well, closer to home. In fact, the kingdom of Kurth, that for nearly three and a half years has become a free republic, run not by a, by a king, not by a royalty, but by senators, by a council, by a so-called democracy. And in this power vacuum in the last few years. Certain crimes of the past have come to light. Those crimes being of the settlers, the human settlers of the land that you two have called home for as long as you can remember. Um, the crimes of your great-grandparents. Three, two, three generations ago that have driven out the native elvish clans slaughtered many of them and now in this power vacuum of the kingdom's weakness and transference of power to a free republic um, the elvish clans are looking to reclaim their homes the land that they had called theirs for thousands and thousands of years and in so doing the newer generations oblivious of the crimes of their uh, several generations before have come into clashes, into conflicts with the, the native elven tribes. Nimblefoot, your friend, one of your oldest friends, for as long as you can, you've been adventuring, for so long a hero of the realms of Kurth, has switched sides and is fighting for the rights of his mother's people. And in an act of friendship, you have steered away momentarily from your, your main quest at the moment 
in a bid to see whether you can lend your relative powers of persuasion, your powers of reputation, to see whether you can, well, you're not quite sure. But all in the hopes of getting an audience with those who are able to issue commands and maybe bring a cease to some of the slaughter, bloodshed, clashes and skirmishes that have been blighting the prior kingdom of Kerth. <clears throat> so you find yourself now in the largest city of the king of the of the former kingdom, Metropole. And you have been for the last day on getting entrance to the, the city, you have been generally shopping <laughs> around you've been staying in the uh, the north ward shopping in the market and venturing into the castle ward to find magical shops such as marvin's magic and other such places to get fineries made clothes and generally <laughs> yes and generally um take in some of the sights of this most bustling and busy of cities you've purchased um, incredibly valuable documents that might lead, give you a clue as to the location of a legendary item, the Ring of Invisibility. Some say there is only one such ring, that such things are still gossiped about and talked about, about mages across the land. Denea, <laughs> you've purchased an item close to your heart, an uncommon magical item used to conjure forth magical beasts to help you, maybe just for company. I'd like you to go ahead and roll percentage dice, please, and tell me what you roll. Okay. Um, 64. Good to know, so this is not the one we can <laughs> And so we rejoin you about a, uh, let me think, this is a fresh day, you've already been here and stayed a night here. This is a, a second day here. Um, Nimblefoot left you not far into the North Ward when you got into the city to see whether he could organise things for an audience. You find yourselves now back not far from the uh, Galloping Minotaur, the inn that you were staying at. Um, it is early evening and you have been, you have found Kilgar. Um, you checked in him at a much larger tavern, open tavern, for drinks and revelry. And the evening, you made a decision to head down towards oh, yeah. the dock ward. Yeah. For arm wrestling and general shenanigans. So, with the evening ahead of you, it now being close to sunset, um, which is quite late because as we're, we're approaching into the encroaching into the summer months, um, it's around about seven or eight p.m. at night. In the evening, the evening is yours. What would you like to do? I'm gonna head down to the where I said I'd meet those guys. And how are you bedecked? Um, I just wear my black. I kind of got like it's like a unarmored. Yeah. Okay, so adjust your dexterity. Oh, excuse me, your armor class to what would that be? Um, twelve plus two dex yeah. mod. Yeah, 12, twelve armor class. Okay, good to know. Uh, as you head down towards the dock ward. <clears throat> Um, <clears throat> I'd like you, what are you looking for? Um, the guy said... Are you going with her or are you doing no, your own business? Um, I'm not going with her. Okay. 
I'm gonna go to where those guys said to meet, uh, which is. Um, don't worry, I'm just checking something. Can you on. make while we're waiting for Charlotte to figure out? Can you make a perception roll, please? Okie dokie, that is terrible. Um, perception level thirteen. Good to know. Thank you. I can't remember what the guy said. There was like, I don't think he said a specific pub, he just said come drinking with us at the docks because there's some sure. kind of more yeah. arm wrestling going on there. Alrighty. So you head down towards the docks. Um, let's see for how long it takes you. Are you going to be sort of like inland from the actual docks themselves? Are you going to go right down to where the ships are all moored up? And those tend to be the rougher areas where a lot of the sailors and various merchant folk will drink. Oh, if there's more people there, I'll go there then. Okay. So give me a perception check. Okay. Um, 21. Nice. Okay, it doesn't take you long. You head down towards, you follow the sound of the the ship building and fixing and repairing and loading and unloading that takes place at the docks. It doesn't take you too terribly long at all. Maybe 15 minutes to get down there Mm -hmm. and get yourself to the docks. This sprawling like when we used to walk along the Thames but imagine pier after pier jutting out from Shad Thames these large buildings with window after window level after level of gangplank and gangway as people you see are loaded these massive carts you see humans you see dwarves you see elves and halflings and gnomes all working trying to get the much done work finished before the light completely disappears these long sloped gangplanks that lead up to various levels of these warehouses by the docks. It's crowded. Um, you stand out for your, unless you are walking to sort of blend in. How are you? I'll put my cloak around me. Just... All right. So make a stealth check or make a, your choice, performance, deception or stealth for like how well you kind of blend Let's in. Let's see. Your stealth, choice. stealth. Perfect. That's 24. Nice. So you kind of like put your hood up mm-hmm. and, and put your hair out of the way just so that you can get through. The slight glow in your eyes gives you away a little bit, but you do well to sort of merge with the crowds. And give me a perception check, please. For this is to find a, a, a drinkery. Yeah. 20. Nice. Okay. Right along the dockside, you see three taverns. All of them look pretty in ill repair. <laughs> The most squalid of which is called the Bloody Fist. It doesn't even have a sign out the front. Instead, next to the door, written in red paint, I'm not <laughs> sure, it simply says the Bloody Fist in very broken common. Um, and as you walk past it, through the window, <laughs> comes a slumped figure over through the window. <laughs> looks up at you as you walk past, and then a, fi- a hand comes... Grabs his hair through it, ah, ah, goes back through. <laughs> That's the bloody fist. Seems like the evening's entertainment was always the kicked off in there. Okay. And you can hear from inside there. As you can, do you want to continue walking? Yeah. All right. With that perception, well, you also see um, <laughs> a little further along, about another 100, 150 feet or so, the friendly flounder. This one looks a little more modest. It has a, a hanging wooden sign outside um, with um, a depiction of a some form of fish um, with, a, fish. with a, a cane and monocle. 
uh, <laughs> on it. Uh, with much nicer looking sort of candlelight inside and uh, more more murmuring kind of conversation echoing out. Um, and then you want to keep going? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay, as you continue along, you also see um, this one, you don't see directly, it's not on the actual main dock front, it's down a little side alley. Oh, uh, you see the hanging lantern. This one again looks pretty squalid. It's down a real shady looking alley. Uh, there's people outside in the alley, like up against all smoking and drinking. <laughs> like the, the drinking and revelry has spilled out from the tavern uh -huh. on into the alleyway. Okay. They're the three that you see with your roll. You can either spend longer and put in more perception checks. I'm trying to think of where the best place to arm wrestle is. So the bloody fist, the friendly flounder, or the hanging lantern. I feel like I feel like the bloody fist is one end. The friendly flounder seems too friendly. I feel like the lantern places are good in between. Okay. Because no one's being tossed out the window. So I'll go in there. Okay, as you look down the alleyway and you see people sort of, you know, smoking, drinking, yep. doing deals and stuff like that, you step Sketch. down the, um, the alleyway and start to walk the 50 feet or so towards uh, the hanging lantern. As you get outside, this is a... The smell of different smokes and spiced weeds and things like that assails your nostrils. Um, you see a double doors to this one, like a saloon doors. Mm. So from the yeah. waist down, completely empty. And you just push them open. Do you want to go in? Yeah. Okay. There's people standing around and things. So how do you want to sort of try and get past the people? Just... There's people like drinking and smoking out the front. I'm just like trying them. I mean, you can go for intimidation, or you could just try and yeah, pass try them. Yeah, just try and nudge my way through. Intimidatingly? No. Okay. Um, uh, uh, yeah. All right. I'm just trying to weave through them. Okay, people like as you try and get past, you, people are there for yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Like kind of, you find it quite difficult to sort of politely get through. So it takes you a little while, <laughs> yeah. but you kind of you manage to get through and through the the big saloon doors. It is packed out. Straw and hay all over the floor. Uh, it's standing room only. Um, the, <laughs> so the entire low-level saloon is um, is supported by you count six massive oak beams from the floor. Excuse me, columns to the ceiling. Um, there is a bar that wraps around in a U shape the entire uh, three walls, other than the one you came in through of the of the entire bar. It's large, it's oblong, and you notice... Give me a perception check as you come in. Okay. Uh, 17. Alright. With your 17, you notice... Let me just uh, put in D&D Tavern Ambience. You notice that in... Um, a second. No, that's not playing. <laughs> But there is a large area, roughly ring-sized, in the middle of the tavern that seems to be clear where people aren't standing. And as you walk through, trying to uh, politely or asserting your physicality? Oh, well, I'll assert my physicality. Make an intimidation check using strength as your modifier, not charisma. Wait, can't I just, like, walk normally? Like, can I not be too 
polite, but I don't want to intimidate people. I just want to walk normally. Because your presence and your power and the charisma around you and your whole aura, it'd be hard if you are going to assert yourself to not be intimidating. But rather than it being a charismatic intimidation, it's how much your physicality imposes on those around you. Okay. That makes sense? So add your strength modifier and your intimid and your proficiency modifier. Both? Or yeah. should, I thought... Strength and proficiency. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22. Yeah, nice. So as you go through there, you don't kind of make yourself small or anything like that. You kind of like walk and if people are in the way, bam, they get kind of knocked out of the way and those kind of things. Uh, it doesn't incite any trouble. In fact, most people sort of go, Oh, sorry, 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 you know, and, and I apologise to you as you walk through. Keeping your hood up and everything? Yeah. Okay, you walk up to the, uh, where are you headed? To the bar. Okay, on your way, route to the bar, this wall, that wall, or that wall? That one. Straight ahead? Yeah. Okay, good. So as you walk to, straight ahead to the bar, you get a look at the ring. So there is this massive sand-filled pit, roughly oblong in size, <laughs> with ropes stringed up around four of the beams of oak, uh, making a roughly 20 foot by 10 foot ring. Is there anything in it? Nobody in there at the moment. <laughs> so it looks like there's a lot of activity, people betting, talking, oh. you see a couple of bookkeepers taking money, yeah, 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 and making reference to a chalkboard, and up on the chalkboard there are some names. Yeah, I want to do that. Okay. You get to the bar. <laughs> no, wait, I don't have my armour. Well, you wouldn't want to fight with full armour, would you? If I got 12 armour clothes, probably wouldn't be allowed. Would um, I just wanted armour. Hey, what do you have? What do you want to drink? I'll have some... Broadly. Speak up! I have some broadly! <laughs> Wine? Yeah. All right. I only drink wine. Comes back, says four silver. Okay, Puts thanks. down an entire bottle of it. Thanks. What's in the middle? What uh, are there fightings going on here? Are you talking to me? Yeah, can you enter into the fight? Yeah. Speak to Charlie over there, ringside. He'll okay. put your name up. All right, thanks. Starting in. Half hour. Okay. <laughs> Do I want to fight? Okay, I'll go and speak to Charlie. I'm going to oh. look around and see if I can see. You see a, a, a very, very fat, uh, naked from the waist up human, sweating, bald head, um, but with a cap on uh, to the side slightly, and he's writing up on the chalkboard. He's writing names up on there. Okay. Hey, I'd like to enter. Right, name? Uh, Danaea. Alright, I'll just, we'll call you D. Alright. <laughs> Alright. No, no magic, no weapons. Just fists, alright? Alright. Uh, you got any style or anything? I just punch. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you'll do well in it. Alright, well look, you'll be up uh, with Kyril. Against Kyril. That lizard looking fella over there first. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Alright, you're the third fight. Alright. So wait, when I hit with a fist, is it just strength modifier? Yeah, strength in your to hit and for your damage. Okay. 
You're judging me entirely. So you do one damage plus your strength modifier. <laughs> okay, so that's just three. <laughs> you were judging me on Tavern Ruler being my favourite feat, but now you probably want that a lot. Alright, we'll come back to you in a second. What, what are you doing? Huh, You're uh, currently at the Galloping Minotaur, where you are staying. Is there anything you would like to do? Um, I'm going to... Um... I don't know. Uh, I might... Um... I'm going to say to myself... Why didn't I say yes to going with dinner? Uh, uh, and then I sending her. Sendings. Okay. Plus sending. I'm going to say... Danae, I changed my mind. Where Where are you? Um, hello? <laughs> I'm in the... Is this thing on? Dock ward. Dock ward lantern place. No, what's the, it At the hanging lantern. At the hanging lantern. About to fight some people. Who's that person in the background? <laughs> I'm joking. About to fight some people. So get here quick so you can watch. Okay. <laughs> head down? Yes, on my magic carpet. Okay. <laughs> Up above the buildings? Yeah, that's normal. Alright, good. Uh, make another perception check for me, please. That, oh, because I'm much better. Uh, 24. You step outside into the busy, still busy for the evening streets, and then you float up above the, 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 the roofs of the buildings, which with many of these are three or four stories. Tudor style, overhanging, you know, and each level up hangs out more precariously over the street below. And as you go up above the, the wooden tiled roofs and the, the clay tiled roofs, you catch something. You catch something. Your eyes catch something. It's only fleeting. It's only for a moment. But down on the street, you're sure you see a figure. Silhouetted, so you don't see much. You're sure you see a figure. Uh, make uh, another perception check for how much you recognise. Actually, no, I'll take your 24. I'll take your 24. Okay. That, that's relevant. So, you see a figure um, with long black robes, ankle length. Um, you notice dark hair, um, swarthy, tanned skin looking up at you as you hover further and further up and it's only by going up that you actually see this because it's in an alley next to the to the galloping minotaur you see a figure looking at you go up as you fly off just follows you just tracks you does and he then that's it do i does he look familiar or anything no uh have i seen this guy before no. <laughs> it's not the same question <laughs> <laughs> uh Can I roll an insight check just to see what he's about? No, insight would be if you're interacting with somebody. No, I just want to see what he's like. I just want to see if I can know what he's... Well, because you're taking off and you're heading off, unless you want to pause and kind of go back. <laughs> okay, fine. No, no, it's up to you. If you want to sort of... No, it's okay. Wait a moment. That's all you get in that brief moment of time. You know, you're taking off, you go... And then you see something catch your eye. You look down, and it's just a character just standing there, hands by its side, robes. Just watches you as you fly away. I wave at him. And then I fly really? Away. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. mean, people might be amazed by someone just like taking off. Does he wave back? No. Um, <laughs> as you wave, 
he just points after you like that, just points after you as you fly. And then out of sight, because he's in an alley and you very quickly go out of sight. You really unsettling. me. But <laughs> That's his version of a wave. You fly over the rooftops. A few griffin, uh, white claw on griffins, mounted on griffins, fly past. Uh, beautiful, the breeze, the warm breeze of the evening, the smell of the salty air, the rooftops flying past underneath you, I'm just wave underneath at them. you. Yeah, you wave and some of the, the white claw kind of give you a salute as you fly past. Um, you head down towards the docks, doesn't take you long on the carpet, going at full whack to get down literally a couple of minutes to fly over all these rooftops. Um, to get down towards the dock ward. Um, once you get to the dock ward, do you want to land conspicuously or do you want to try and be hidden? I'm going to look for the hanging else? lantern first. Well, from your obviously up in the air, you can't you can't look for places. Do you remember we had that conversation about the shops? Like you have to be at ground level oh, okay. to start um, looking for things. But I suppose I'm asking you, how do you want to land? Do you want to land in some back alley? Do you want to go right down to the docks and land conspicuously? Like, what's your approach? Um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna land in like a... Not... Uh, I'm gonna land just in the middle of a area that I can see, but it's like just an open area so I can just land down. Okay. You come down on one of the piers, one of the broad piers that's now... Um, it's not so busy now that the unloading has stopped and you land on the on the one of these wooden massive wide 30 foot wide wooden piers that extends another 100 foot down towards the docks make a perception check for how long it takes you to find the hanging lantern uh, 23 nice okay so i'd say it takes you about five minutes walking down uh, and along the docks Make another perception check, please. 23. Okay. Can I use, uh, you know, my flip phone? You know, the rock thing that I can talk to the mayor on? Yeah. <laughs> can I use that to, like, can I ask her where, um, I'm going to take that out and go, 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 go. Danaya, uh, where do I, <coughs> which direction do I go? You take your, you answer your phone. Hey! Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> um. So you're within a thousand feet of each other. Okay, it doesn't take you too long, <laughs> with your perception as well, for you to be kind of like, what? Le first left! Okay. Uh, you get down to the, the hanging lantern. Uh, it's packed out in the streets, in the alleyway, excuse me, outside the doors of the hanging lantern. It's packed with people. So it's very hard for you to get to the door. Uh, Gonna... What have you got with you, by the way? What have you brought with you to the thing? Everything normally? Got your staff, got your robes, got just, everything? Uh, just my staff, my robes, and my everything else is in my um, Lehman's got thing. It. You you feel very out, of, like you feel very out of place. You've got these insanely scintillating robes. That so as you walk down the alleyway. Oh wait, I'm not of... walking down the alleyway yet. You're um, walking to the hanging lantern. No, no, but I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I found it, but I'm not going. Okay, you're at the head of the alleyway. Then looking down it, your robes, even in dark, kind of have a um, almost like a cat's eye effect. Do you know what I mean? So they, at certain angles, when they, when you move and stuff, they will like catch the light and reflect it back. So you stand at the end of the alleyway, holding your staff of the magi, looking like a boss, 
uh, with your eyes glowing slightly red and your vampiric teeth. Uh, and as uh, the, the people outside the thing smoking, <laughs> a couple of them look up and look down the alley at you. I cast um, Alter Self or whatever. No, 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 not Alter Self. That's the wrong spell. Um, disguise Self? Disguise Self. But you don't have that prepared. It doesn't seem to be inviting aggression, but just so you know, a lot of the patrons outside this pub in the alleyway look up at you. You look splendid. I mean, you look magnificent. If that's okay with you, then it's okay. It's the first level as well. Is it a ritual? That's what I'm saying. Probably not. Uh, sorry. Um, okay. It's okay. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to just... <laughs> uh... You don't have to care about the way you look if you don't want to. Yeah, I'm just gonna walk in, I guess. Okay, so whereas everyone else around is sweating, wearing their day rags from unloading and stuff, and that is the vast majority of the patrons. I'm not wearing my... Robes and Smith's eyes, Nating colours. I'm wearing my cloak. Which cloak? Yeah. The one that I just bought. Hey, you just bought a new one. Okay, so in your brand new... Looks like that one, non-nimble foot, but just... Got it. Okay, in your brand new cloak, you kind of walk down the alleyway. You do look very different. You do look much more wealthy and everything. Uh, People don't move as you approach the... The alleyway is quite packed with patrons. So how do you want to try and get in? Do you want to kind of do a, oh, excuse me, kind of an approach, or do you just want to go, I'm coming in, like, do you want to take a more intimidating approach, or do you want to can flourish in an even more um, intimidating way, or something else? You know my tattoo? Yes. It lets me move through. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to walk straight into the wall and go through, using one of my Nice. Okay. Who are your tattoo? I have For a For the tattoo. very first time. You walk up and you're like, to begin with, we'll say that Ellen's a little bit like, uh, skew, um, yeah, skew. And then you just go. <sighs> so you walk to the side of the wall, like up about 10 feet, where it's just a wattle and daub wall, bulging, slightly plaster. And whilst the patrons are all come out looking at you like, <clears throat> like who does he think he is? You just go, walk <laughs> to the wall. And as you hit the wall, this is the first time you activated your tattoo. And as you walk towards it, you're like, this could go horribly wrong. <laughs> like a face plant here. But you become aware of the, the tattoo, the ink, and you feel it kind of start to uh, affect your entire physicality. The magic infused through all of your cells. As you walk towards the wall, you, and at the last minute, you kind of into black smoke that kind of goes, then goes through all the little gaps in the wall, through the windows, everything. And then all round to the other side of the wall, and on the other side of the wall, <laughs> you're there. A few of the patrons, uh, uh. Oi, no, no fucking magic in here. That's not magic free. Sugar free. Um, I take out my little um, phone thing and I begin. Um, where are you? You hear a little ruckus in the corner of the inn about 40 feet away from you. And you see, because he's tall, you see Elowen standing there on his phone, on his flip. Oh, I put my hat straight up. Okay, I walk towards... Okay, cool. The two of you are together. Hello. 
Hi. Hi. I'm gonna fight someone. There's this weird guy I saw that just pointed at me when I flew up on my magic carpet. Just thought I'd Well, play. like, whoa, look at that in the sky. Looks menacing. Oh, well, mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> just letting you know in case. Both of you hear in your head, as loudly as if it was being said straight to your face, you hear the voice of Nimblefoot in your heads going, my friends. Tomorrow at high noon at at bear with me a second it's hard. at high noon at the central stronghold we have our audience. Let's go with the senators, all of them. Okay, Nimblefoot, thank you. I'll see you at the Galloping Minotaur. Okay. Um, oh, we don't know if we can speak that. Okay, <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> Alright, the oh, evening man. pushes on and the first fight begins. Um, can I bet on someone? If you'd like to. Okay, so the first fight up seems to be a small, very thickly set halfling woman. Hair all up in a messy bun, uh, scars across her arms. Her forearms covered in crisscrosses of scars, um, bulging biceps, and a barely contained bikini top on, leather, tight leather breeches, is up first with a skinny, elven looking man, bedraggled, wiry, and the fights begin. Who would you like to bet on? The elven man. Okay, and how much are you going to bet? Uh, let's say 10 gold. <laughs> 10 gold. Okay, great. Uh, let me just see what the odds are. What are we, who's watching? Uh, they're just saying that the audio isn't great. The audio's distorted. not great. Okay, well hopefully it'll sort itself out. Distorted. Maybe we should plug in this. Hang on, one. That's okay. fine. I'm going to try a microphone. Distorted, more like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the noise of the uh, the, the background sounds because that comes in right. Anyway, I will try this. See if that makes it a bit better. I don't know, probably. Gonna win. No, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just don't throw the dice against the microphone. No promises. <clears throat> All right. So the first fight is up. Halfling woman, half elven. Uh, sorry, elven man. Um, Finley, since you're betting, I would like you to roll percentage dice, please. Yes, sir. Uh, forty-five. Forty-five. Okay, good. All right, the fights begin. The two combatants circle each other a little bit. The elf, elf with his long reach takes a few early shots, which the halfling woman kind of boom, scrubs <laughs> off and everything, then goes in low for his legs and takes him down. Gets on top and starts grounding and pounding into this elf. Bah, 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 the elf. Um, roll percentage dice again. 
Okay. Um, as the fight continues, the elf manages to kind of like turn himself around as he's getting pounded in the face. So his back's to the to the half the the halfling woman. He bucks her off. Oof. She lands. But as she flips over, she gets her arms around his head and reverses the roll. So she flips <laughs> over and then flips him over, and then she's on her back with the the, the half elf's uh, head in here. Percentage dice again. I'm rich, but not that rich. 53. Okay. Um, with that, she manages to get her arm, bulging muscles, get her other arm behind his neck, and just squeezes and squeezes. The elf is like throwing punches back, and she's just taking, <clears throat> like this. And then he goes limp. <laughs> and he's out. And she just puts him down, smacks his head away, gets up. Ah! Yeah, that was effing easy. Easy! Who's next? Now this is a winner stays on tournament. <laughs> yeah, so, the background sounds are a bit quiet now. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about that. Don't worry. Well, you don't have to worry about it again. Um, so, next up. Hang on a second. Uh, I'm like a few. I'm quite far down the list, I think. So, I mean, at least I get to see everyone else get beat up before I get beat up. <laughs> All right, next up, who comes forward is this massive, bulking, sweating, ripped, muscular human. Um, one eye sh shut from a previous fight with the swollen eye, sort of just unable to open his it. So he's got this one pig eye looking out. Big cauliflower ears from years of wrestling. He gets in the ring. <laughs> Little lady. Anyone want to bet on this? By the way, you let you lost your ten gold. Yeah, I'm <laughs> betting on the, uh, the big guy. Betting on the big guy, how much? Ten gold again. Okay. Come on, Daniels. Gambling isn't good, Halloween. Okay, roll percentage, please. I'm supervised by you. Percent. Uh, twenty-seven. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the battle starts. She runs insanely quickly across, like darts across, right up in between the guy's legs, and goes oh. BANG! Right up into his testicles. Right, and, you, uh, and again, roll again. 80. Nice. At that, he goes, jumps up in the air, <laughs> and lands right down on top of her. Like literally, poof, crushes her down into the sand. She's like, Argh! His entire weight is on her. And again? Uh, 66. Oh, okay. At that, she manages to wrap arms around his legs and get him into a, like a leg bar, like a triangle leg bar, and starts to bend his leg. But he, seeing that, wraps his massive arms around her neck and starts to squeeze like this. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Rolling? You have to fight one of these guys. Uh, 61. Okay. I'm gonna fight a lizard dude, apparently. Uh, it goes on for a few minutes of them rolling around and resting, and she's still got his legs, she's still got his legs, she just needs to get her hand up here to really get the twist on and start to bend his lower leg in the direction it shouldn't go, sideways. Uh, and she keeps bending, and he keeps squeezing. Her face is going super red, she keeps squeezing the leg, and then you hear a wet snap. Ah! As his leg... Ah! Roll again. Is that going to be dislocation? 
14, no. Okay, <laughs> at that, he literally just goes, ah, and just starts punching her in the head, punching her, punching her massively. And she's like, oh, 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 and barely holding on to consciousness. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Rolling one more time. I'm fine. 47. 47. With that, he gets one last punch, he just goes, bam, and her head goes limp. And he stands up, he goes, he goes to stand up, and he can't stand on his broken <laughs> leg. But he stands on one leg, holds onto the pillar, and then just picks her up and throws her down in the sand. Oh. As she lands, you hear her go, Ugh. Okay, she's Ugh. all right. Like that. At least he has a broken leg. And a couple of the, 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 the attendants kind of like drag her out. Um, next up, Danaya. <laughs> Charlie goes to you, you're in. I thought I was fighting a lizard dude. You're fighting him first. Uh. Okay. I'm betting against you. <laughs> no, he has a broken leg. I'm so bad. Okay. Don't worry, I'll heal him. You get Don't tempt me. You win your 10 back and you get five extra gold. Unless you want a three, a seven, or a six. Elowin, you see you've got 15 gold back from your 10 stake. All right, you're up. Okay. Bear me a second. Easy. This is easy. Oh, thanks, guys. Hey, DD sound effects. What's up? Reverse triangle. Yeah, exactly. Reverse triangle. <laughs> All right, Danae, you're up. How are you fighting? What are you wearing? Are you going to keep your cloak on? Yeah, I'm going to... No, 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 no. I'm going to step into the thingy and I'm going to drop my cloak to the ground. Okay, what are you wearing? What do you look I'm like? wearing my, like... It's like a one thingy, so it's like a tunic at the top, a sleeveless tunic, but it also goes into breeches. It's kind of like a jumpsuit kind of thing, like but for fighting. Like a medieval jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um, all right, ahead of you is a man like kind of standing on one leg, his other leg sort of badly bent out of shape down below. He's just like, oh, you're a pretty one. You're not too ugly yourself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie just goes, fight! I'm betting right. 40 yeah. gold on the... <laughs> uh, roll initiative, please. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, 17. All right, go for it. Right, so I just... I you just... got three attacks. Fumble. Yeah, you go forward and he just like, <laughs> like, like slaps your fish down the line. This goes pathetic. And then I'm, uh, but I just get a plus. Plus Three. your proficiency and your strength. Um, 28. I don't have tables. All right, solid. You miss with the first right hook and then you follow through with this left upper hook cut. Bam! So I do one plus my strength, so that's four. All right, good. good to know. You have so many hit points. You're not going unconscious from like just five, five damage. Oh yeah, I have two hundred and six. Four, did you say? Yes. Nice. Okay. Four. Solid wet crack as you bam, and his head whips back with the uppercut. Third and final attack. Wait, you still get accents. Action. That is twenty-four. Okay, you do the uppercut, and then you follow through with a Superman punch, which means you jump up in the air and bam! Yeah, down. okay, oh, no. and that is four again. Nice. You can still do action. All right, he, got, he like goes... I'm going to action surge. A, a tooth flies out, okay. <laughs> and I'm going to hit him again. All right, go for it. Uh, that is... Um, That's a hit. Yep. <laughs> four. four. <laughs> All right, it's his turn. Okay, he goes... Spits out a tooth. You... You then do a knee straight to the face. <laughs> you do a Superman punch down. His head goes down. Then you follow through with like a flying knee. So you're like, bah! <laughs> <laughs> and his head goes into one of the pillars. Oh. 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 
He stands up on his one leg. It's all right. I say, oh my bad, you're not that pretty anymore. <laughs> and he goes for you. Uh, let me see, plus five, that's 14 to hit. Uh, yeah. Okay, you take uh, three points of damage, okay. bludgeoning damage. And then he's going to try and grapple you. No, okay. So, contested strength. 16. 16 and 16. So, okay, he gets you and you're like, <laughs> you are not grappled. Uh, and it is your go. Okay, I'm going to attack him. Uh, that is a, uh, an 11 to hit. 11 to hit, hits, yep. Yeah. Yes, four. Okay, great. Second attack. Uh, that hits. Yeah. Um, that's uh, um, a four. Four, okay. <laughs> and that hits as well. Four. Okay, another four. All right. Uh, you smack him against the pillar. He punches you and then goes to grapple you and you're kind of like, you're trying to force him. So then you headbutt him. <laughs> you go backwards like that. You follow through with a punch straight to his sternum there. You feel a, a slight crack when you hit it. You're bang, like this. And you go back. Do you do any Azamar damage? You don't do Radiant as a... Not anymore. That only was... if your wings are out. Um, oh, it was a Paladin thing, wasn't it? Yeah, but I do do damage if my wings are out. Okay, cool. Um, and then you spin around into a chop in the side of his neck and it... Like this. He's looking really bad. He's going to go for a desperate... Grapple, he just runs, he like hops at you for a grapple. 14. Four. Okay, he just, oh, and gets his arms around you in a bit. <laughs> you are grappled. Um, you can still attack though. It's your, your go. Yeah, I'm gonna hit him. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that is a 17. That hits. Uh, four. With that, so he gets his arms around you in a bear hug, and you just get both hands and do an ear clap. You get both hands, you just go BAM like that, and he just goes, oh, his oh, arms come loose, and he just, oh, he tries to stand on his broken leg, oh, you man. hear it snap even more, <laughs> and he just BAM into the, to the sand, all around you, money's taking, changing hands, all that kind of things. The you get it for, you get Did you bet against her or for her? I betted 40 gold for her. Okay, you make 120 gold. <laughs> Alright, and then for tonight, or for this round at least, your your next fight, with that, a large, seven foot tall, enormous muscles, dragonborn, steps into the ring. <sighs> you ready? Yeah. Uh. Okay. <laughs> this one is wearing like a blue robe that goes over one shoulder down. You can't tell gender uh, at this stage, but it's tied similar to yours around a belt, but it's like a loincloth, like Kilgar goes. So it's an all-in-one sash that turns into a loincloth. Uh, oh, you God. see this large tail out the back. Um, it just comes in. <laughs> initiative? Bluish skin, yep, initiative. Uh, that's at the cock, sorry. Um, six, uh, seven. <laughs> Okay, comes in real fast. Just like you go for a punch to open up the combat, ducks underneath it, and you the, see these massive claws go. Oh my god. Okay, claw, claw, that's two hits, and then the okay. bite. Bite! Uh, is a 15? Yeah, okay. mine is 12 at the moment. Okay, you take 17 points of slashing damage. Okay. And then with the bite. 
six points of piercing damage. Okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, you'll go. Okay, I'm gonna hit him. Go for it. That's a uh, uh, 19. That hits. This is a 19 again. And that's a hit. And a 13. 13 misses. Okay. Oh, so with those okay. slashes, you taste your own blood as a slash goes across your face and you're like, oh god. And then this bite on your arm. <laughs> the bite goes down on your arm. You kind of flex your muscles to hold the bite in place. Pull your arm in against your chest so that her lower jaw is like against your body. Oh. And you punch down into her face. <laughs> <laughs> so you do two lots of four damage yeah. as you punch down twice. Bam! Bam! The jaw loosens on your arm and she staggers away. <sighs> All right. So wait, if I grow my wings, I do my level in radiant damage, right? If you are. If I grow my wings, I do my level in radiant damage. That's correct. But they say no magic, but that's but not magic. That's not magic, that's a trait. That's a... Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, it's the oh, Dragon Worms Go. go. <laughs> that's a 22. Yeah. Yeah, so 7. And a 21. Yeah. Okay, so one claw and one bite. As you punch her face away, she uppercuts, slashing up your torso, ripping open your new <laughs> bodysuit, as it, like, literally from waist all the way up and up your neck, Raking up into your neck oh. like this, doing uh, nine points of oh, slashing dear. damage. Okay. With massive, long, sharpened, elongated claws mm, that right. rip open your torso. I'm gonna die! No, and then a bite. I'll be fine, I'll be fine. Ooh, good one. 14 points of piercing damage from a bite. Uh, okay. You can always just heal yourself. No, one. I can't! Yes, you can. Oh, yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, okay. Alright, it's your go. She's standing there now, your blood dripping from her mouth and her claws. What do you I'm want gonna grow my wings. Okay, that's an action to do that, yeah? Yeah. Okay, you, the light from your wings makes some of the patrons look away as, as unfold and spread from your body these large golden feathery wings stretching out almost like they've been asleep for a while, shivering slightly with the radiant energy in the room and lots of the patients as you as your eyes light up and your hair takes on an almost celestial life of its own like it's floating in mystical waters around your head suddenly as you stand there the dragon ball's like what's this uh, bonus action um wait. Uh, yeah bonus action no no i'm not gonna do that um do you have another action surge today? Taking an additional action surge. Yeah, okay. No, I think I have to hit before I do. No, I don't. I'm going to do action surge. Check that, check that in your player's handbook. Okay. Hang on. Weird flex. Where is that? Fighter, I should say. Yeah, I'm fire. Here we go. Your turn, you can take one additional action. There you go. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna action surge. So use your bonus action to action surge and take the one additional action. How many yes. times did they so you take you? a. I can do that twice, so this is my last one. Take your punch. Okay, that is uh, 25. That definitely hits. Which is four. Oh no, four damage. Yeah. Plus. 
My combined levels are like 25, isn't it? Yeah. So 25 points of radiant damage. With that. So the dragonborn with blood all hanging off its claws and like, yeah, and you push. The whole tavern goes quiet as you stand there. These enormous radiant wings taking up the width of the ring itself. Your eyes glowing, your hair suddenly taking on this insanely awesome air about you as you stand tall. Your clothes all ripped and hanging off your body parts. <laughs> How do you want to do this? Oh, I'm not going to kill them. No, but... I'm going to... Yeah, you're, you're attacking for unconscious. I'm just going to do one right in the face, but it's like glows. Okay, you literally... And then just, again, another Superman punch. You jump up and go... <laughs> yeah. With that... A shockwave comes out. People drinking their beer nearby. <laughs> spilling their beers. With the radiant, With the radiant energy burst. Through the entire tavern. If you were outside, with the people out there, the people outside of the street smoking their face... <laughs> through, the, through the door, like radiant energy. The doors open. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Through the ta- the tavern doors, slightly. <laughs> the saloon doors. Aerial view of the tavern, just this one house. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously. And you just stand there. As the seconds go by, soon your wings go back in. The dragonborn is dragged off. Charlie comes into the centre of the ring, holds up your hand, and goes, Well, she was a latecomer, but give it up for... What's your name again, love? You could just call me D. It's D! Give it up for <laughs> D! D! Yay, D! Drinks on D! Yeah! <laughs> You're handed a kitty. A what? So you win some money, you get oh. 200 gold. <laughs> you meant I got a cat. And I was like, yay! <laughs> you win 200 gold. Yay! <laughs> I just spent a I forgot to bet. <laughs> and uh, for the remaining of the evening, you are bought drinks and Thank treated like uh, a very special patron of the Hanging Lantern. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to achieve while you're here at the Hanging Lantern? No. Uh, I want to uh, get drunk. Okay, you get I'm drunk. I'm not getting drunk. <laughs> you get drunk. <laughs> you get drunk. <laughs> I want to arm wrestle the nail. You lose. We've <laughs> <laughs> done this before, and I okay. Don't contested up. strength checks. No poor tense, young man. I can't promise. <laughs> contested strengths. <laughs> Nineteen. There's eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Do you know what I'm so now literally drinking and not even looking at you. <laughs> just, just drinking. Second one. Um. Eleven. Eleven. Stay there a bit, and you're like, hmm. And again. Sixteen. Four. <laughs> you're toying with him. Final one? Or well, might not be the final one. Tw- uh, natural twenty. Twenty-three. Yeah, and you're just like, poof, <laughs> like that. And just carry on drinking. Uh, could you both make perception checks for me, please? Yeah. Uh, 21. Natural one, which is a 9. <laughs> uh, I mean a 10. 21. Yes. <clears throat> uh, at some point during the night, you notice a um, a small group of white claw guards just come in, just to sort of look around and everything. And you definitely notice at some point that eyes are in your your two directions more than everybody else in. That, you notice that. Halloween doesn't notice it. His back is to the door, mm-hmm. but you pointed at you. Presumably pointed out. Nice. Um, 
When they sort of see you spot them, they just kind of... And then do their best to look like they're just checking the place and then leave. Well, they were very inconspicuous. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to achieve? You get drunk? I get drunk. I don't get drunk. You don't um, get drunk. And then that's it. No, I want to arm wrestle a few other people. We'll say for the sake of yeah, brevity that you have a good evening of arm wrestling. And I'll say that you uh, roll d8 for how many you matches you win. Six. Yeah, you win six matches of arm wrestling because you're a little drunk. You, your, t- <laughs> your tactics are a little sloppy. There's a few times you're like, oh, I'll be the over half part of it. Um, but yeah, you, you both have a good time. I forgot that oh. when I'm holding my staff, I have advantage on spell saves. Yes. How, uh, how, are, we, um, how are we getting home? Oh, we're just... You got a taxi? You put a yellow light on the, on the uh, flying carpet. <laughs> <laughs> you, hang, you hang a yellow lantern on it. fit on the puppy carpet. The puppy? It's a puppy carpet. It acts like a puppy. I just do restore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I work so hard. Yeah, as you leave, you suddenly feel cold, stone, sober. Uh, as you get on the, the flying car, you're flying home? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I the... cast light on the carpet and Father <laughs> yeah, Christmas. You get back to the galloping minotaur. It doesn't take long, maybe ten minutes by carpet. Um, until you get by back carpet. to your That's a D and D term. Well, yeah, it take about ten minutes by carpet. Yeah, by carpet. Let's, get, let's catch a carpet. Um, and you head back. The rest of the evening is uneventful. Are you heading for a long rest? Yes. Okay, great. Okay. You get your heads down. Get your full uh, eight hours, uh, all hit points restored, spell slots, and pick your 23 prepared spells for the following day. Think carefully because you know you've got the council meeting, so you might want to adjust some of your prepared spells. I'll give you a few minutes to do that. That's very kind of you, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, D&D sound effects. That's really kind. Yeah. Remember what people say, you see, Phil. Huh? Remember I'm good. <laughs> right now. We'll play just for about another 20 minutes, and we'll take a break, and we can come back to the stage. Okay? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Full hit points restored, you get a long rest. Nice, nice. And you return to wakefulness quite early to the sound of um, cocks crowing in the streets and the sounds of um, stalls and peak, no, not tavern music. (laughs) Good old tavern music. But to the sound of Metropole 
waking up to a day's worth of, uh, of trade and intrigue. You also wake to the sound of marching, of hard um, military garb close by. You've been used to small units of white claw around the city, is to be expected in these turbulent times as the kingdom adjusts to becoming a free republic. But as you think it's just the noise of the, of the day, something kind of catches all your attention. The increase in the number of marching footsteps seemingly getting closer and louder to where you are staying, to the inn itself, to the galloping minotaur. And as you waken in your separate rooms, is there anything you'd like to do? I'm going to look out the window. You're going to look out the window? Yeah, me too. All right. You have front-facing rooms. And as you look down the Tudor-like buildings, down into the, into the, the broad, roughly 20-foot-wide street below, um, you see surrounding the entire inn, <laughs> perhaps 80, 100, an entire battalion of White Claw, including mounted cavalry, <laughs> oh, no. literally surrounding. Um, I'm going to go to the elevator room. Okay. Yes, Hello, did Have you see you me? Yeah. <laughs> I can't be. What's a... going on outside? <laughs> that can't be a coincidence that White Claw stopped at the two. Let's go talk to the inn owner. Yes. Oh. Yes, come in. Oh, we're gonna go downstairs. You hear that outside. Oh. You hear the thumping on the door. <laughs> keep up! Oh. Wait, we'll stand on the stairs and listen. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check, then, please, both of you. For how much of this you hear? Nine. Uh, Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't hear much, it's quite muffled, but as you listen very closely at the top of the staircase, you can hear a deep authoritative voice saying, We understand you have two residents by the name of Danaea Onor and Elowen Lancaster. We are here to escort them. <laughs> I forgot my um, thing is completely ripped. So I need to come back to my own right now. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, man. Um, I, I, I have my original. Oh no, I burnt that. <laughs> I need to what are you a... doing in terms armour? I need something to go underneath the armour. Yeah, you do. You've got your normal clothes. You don't have one set of clothes. Either. I have I have my original clothes. They're washed, so I guess I'll put them. I mean, you can't on. really see much of your clothes underneath the armour of invulnerability. It's not half plate, remember. It's full plate. Yeah. So much of your clothes are concealed. So I'm not can... wearing a bare skin though. That's horrible. No, they haven't fallen off. You just got a rip from here to here. But like you could, with the breastplate covering it, you wouldn't see that. All right. I'm just saying, if you wanted to, you could yeah, still wear yeah. your new clothes. I mean, they're pretty. They're covered in other people's blood now. Makes me look more. And your own. Intimidating, <laughs> I guess. Oh, I'll put the armor on over top. Okay. All right. So you you skip the bath. And you get yeah. your you get your bloody clothes back, new clothes back on. Put your armor of invulnerability on. Um, during this time, you hear a 
and you hear marching much closer now as guard enter the inn and start to march up the stairs. You can oh. hear. Holy shit, holy shit. You're both in your individual rooms still? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not just going to jump on my bed and like open a book or something. Okay. <laughs> you're just reading. Look like you're doing you're something. Reading, yeah. I'm trying to put my armor on a tug. Oh no. Okay. I hear them. Make a um, dexterity check. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Ten. Ten. There's a few fumbles. You put like a glaive on, uh, a glaive on like the ones the wrong way round, so it's a bit weird and stuff. But um, you manage to get it on just in time before you hear on your doors. One second. Okay, put that the right way round. Open up in the name of the Free Republic. Um, I'm not decent yet. <laughs> we will give you thirty seconds. Okay. Okay, okay. I put it on properly. I just open the door. I make sure Hello. I look neat and presentable. Okay. Hello. Hello, in Lancaster. Hello. Oh, that was a question. Oh. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, are you Elwyn Lancaster? Uh, yes. <laughs> we are here to escort you. To where? Well, of course. You have a meeting at the Central Stronghold. We are here to take you there. Okay, thank you. You are, um, well, what was it? Scribe! <laughs> the scribe runs forward <clears throat> and un undoes a, a scroll and says, For the crimes of unauthorised use of arcane influence on a general of the Army of the Free Republic for treasonous aims, for conspiring with the enemy in the recent skirmishes, you are under arrest. <laughs> and the captain of the guard just says, are we going to have trouble? And just has some manacles here. Are we going to have some trouble? We're not going to have any trouble. Put these on. <laughs> okay. Um, Do you want her? <laughs> okay. Do you put them on? Okay. Wait a second. Do I do anything wrong? I can't I've remember. got to ask you to make a decision quickly. Wait, 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 sorry, I'm just looking at a spell. I'm not, I'm not. Um... No, but this is happening in real time. <laughs> wait! Um... You can come quietly. Okay, put, I put them on. You put them on, okay. Um, it said, your staff of power. What about it? We'll take that. Why? Why do you need this? You're under arrest. You're an enemy of curse. <laughs> and until it is proven otherwise, we will we would ask that you submit your staff to us. Wait. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, at your door. What is it? <laughs> Ten seconds. Or right. we're coming in forcefully. What? Very gentlemanly. Now, please. all right, all right. Open the door. Okay, a different captain is at your door, and just says, "Denea Onor." That is I. Um, we are here to escort you to the. Why do I keep forgetting the name of it? The Central Stronghold. <laughs> to for what? You have a meeting with the council. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and you are also under arrest. Scott. <laughs> Scribe comes forward and reads similar um, 
climbs up to you. What did I do? What, what exactly did I do? Listen, your charges will be read okay. out to you. Okay, and the scribe goes. For the use of unauthorised influence against the general of the armies of Kerth, for the purposes of aiding and abetting the enemies of Kerth. Unauthorised influences? Do you mean my own charmingly persuasive self? Because I did no nothing wrong. There's no point answering your charges to me. You'll have to do that to the magistrates. <laughs> All right, very well. Present your arms, please. My arms? You will be manacled as you are escorted. Why? You are a risk. You are a danger. You are a threat to the Free Republic. <laughs> sure thing, bro. Whatever okay. you need to do to feel safe. <laughs> these, 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 <laughs> I know I'm pretty scary. These, okay, these manacles. I'm saying that to you. Are you? Okay. Yeah. They also go to gag you. Why? <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, no, I refuse. You refuse? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, make a contested strength check. Okay. Uh, I can't you. <laughs> I don't, not you. Yeah. Nine. Four guards come forward Whoa. and manage to wrestle you to the ground. <laughs> oh my god! And they tie a gag around your mouth so you're unable to communicate. They just don't like how persuasive I am. Back at your room. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so it's. Obviously, as a magic user, we must, uh, we must... I'm still holding my staff, right? Please hand over the staff. Um... We'll give you five seconds. <laughs> I say, you see, Four. I'm sorry, and then I say knock and cast the spell knock and my manacles open. Um, I, I cast knock on the manacles. Roll right? initiative. <laughs> oh, I get advantage. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, five. Okay. Seventeen. You get tackled. Oh no. Um, let me just think. Four guards come forward and grab you, and one is specifically going to try. So I'd like a contested strength check. They're going to try to gag you before you can before you can do your spell. So uh, roll a d twenty. Add your strength modifier, please. Natural one. Okay. Just as you go. Like this, and you look like you're gonna do your your. You're gonna cast knock through the staff, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just as you're about to do that, one of them comes. No, no. Like, <laughs> they all, like four of them <laughs> on you. One of them manages to get a gag around your mouth. No! The others like are grabbing your arms with that's holding the staff and everything. You have like five guards on you. You are incredibly dangerous to them, and like literally these large. Metal plated uh, soldiers <laughs> all are grabbing you. You're like, little. Don't let him speak! Don't I let him speak! Tattoo. Sorry? I use my tattoo. <laughs> and I go through the floor. Okay, let's. Uh, can you read out exactly what your tattoo is? Well, I don't know, have it. I can't remember what it does. We used it last night. It, yeah, it just lets me. Can you go and grab the Eberron rule book and we'll, we'll look in there? <laughs> they can't confiscate my sword. <laughs> you have a meeting and you're under arrest. <laughs> Alright. So you're you're proper fighting this then, yeah? No, I'm not I'm not using any violence, I'm just using my head. Okay. <laughs> tattoo rules. Oh I don't think they were in here, were they? They were um They were online somewhere. Yeah, they were uh, unearthed arcane thing. Give me two seconds while if you guys want to talk, 
through stuff. I'm just gonna check. You've been dragged out into the hallway, by the way. Right. So you can now see him because you're in adjoining rooms. You can see what's going on with him at his room. So if you, you can make eye contact with each other, you can communicate that way. You see a pile um, of people. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna look for what my tattoo. My Am my I tattoo. still? Do I still have hold of my staff and have it been taken? I'll say that it's been taken from you, across because you rolled so low on that strength contested thing. Yeah, it's out. It's out of your hands. You need a thing like how my sword comes back. Oh yeah, that's a boon though. That I, I want that boon. It's a boon. Well, no, there's a boon that does kind of something like that. Oh. But just more. Okay. How, here we go. Huh. Right, you didn't have a barrier tattoo or an eldritch claw, you had. Like the ghost one or something, I don't know. Ghost step. This tattoo shifts and waves on the skin, parts of it appearing blurred. The tattoo has three charges and it regains all expended charges daily at dawn. As a bonus action, while the tattoo is on your skin, you can expend one of the tattoo's charges to become incorporeal until the end of your next turn. For the duration, you gain the following benefits. You have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from non-magical attacks. You can't be grappled or restrained. You can move through creatures uh, and solid objects as if they were difficult terrain. If you end your turn in a solid object, you take 1d10 force damage. If the effect ends while you are inside a solid object, you instead are shunted to the nearest unoccupied space. Okay. Um, Alright. In which case... And which direction are you going? Down. But before I do it, can I try and grab my staff back or is it gone? You're in corporal, so you can't grab no, it. No, before I do it. You're manacled? No. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I'll just go through the floor. Okay, so firstly, we rolled initiative and they went first. So on your turn, so on their turn, they wrestled the staff from you, they got you, and you are gagged. Right? So they, a gag is tied around you, and on your turn, you're going to use your bonus action to go... Yeah? Yeah, and I just go through the floor. Okay. And you're going to move... So, you're going to move downwards, yeah? Yes. Alright, you are leaving... I'm going to... Uh, you are leaving a combat... So they are going to get opportunity attacks on you, okay? okay so you're going to invite five opportunity attacks. You only take half damage from their attacks though, okay? Sure. So as this happens, the captain goes, Stop him! Whatever means, stop him! As you turn like ghost-like and start to... Through the floor, you see this. Your friend just go almost <laughs> shimmering and just start to float downwards. Um, that is uh, 21 to hit. Uh, that hits. 22 to hit. That hits. 21 to hit. That hits. We're rolling really good. Uh, <laughs> you 12 die. to hit. That doesn't hit. And uh, 17 to hit. That just hits. Okay. You take four attacks. Oh man, I'm running really good. Uh, 11, 43 damage, halved to 20. 21 points of slashing damage, a sword blows, rain down, shh, shh, as you start to go there, shing, 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 and start hitting you, and you can feel it coming through, like, it goes through you like smoke, the floor. but you feel it just the same, you're like, oh, as you go down through the floor, now, because you, the floor is cast as difficult terrain, as you go down, um, I have 35 feet, of you are on the 
third floor and go down <laughs> into someone's bedroom. <laughs> A lady in bed, she's like, touching mm -hmm. <laughs> her hair, she's like, <laughs> and then she just float down through the floor, like, like, fuck down. And then through the second floor, uh, um, one to six, one to three, it's occupied, four to six, yes, it's occupied. And in there, there's a couple of dwarfs kissing in bed. <laughs> what is that out there? As you just float down through the floor. You get to the first floor, okay? <laughs> are you doing anything? You see this happen, are you doing anything? Um, I've got my sword in my belt. You are gagged and you are restrained. But I have, like, they're together, right? So I can go like that. You're restrained. Well, just restrained. <laughs> You're restrained. If they're like this... No, you are in the restrained condition, <laughs> yeah. is what I'm saying. So what that means is, your speed becomes zero and you can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against you have advantage and creature attack. Hang on a second. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to try and attack? You draw your no, sword? I just want to draw my sword and not attack. You want to draw your sword? Yeah, just to look threatening. Okay, make an intimidation <laughs> check. With strength and proficiency, not charisma. Really? That's what do you want to use your charisma on? No, no, no. Strength and proficiency. Okay. Uh, 19. Okay, you shing like this. Your glowing blade storm comes out. Like that. Uh, with that, roll initiative. Oh, I didn't want to fight you guys. That's a very threatening uh, action. I'm trying to intimidate you. Um, that, <laughs> that's a six. Okay. Uh, At least I go down fighting. You get four guards, because you only had four against you, try and disarm you. Okay. So they're going to put all their attacks against your weapon. Okay. So it means they have, it's a much higher AC to try and hit you. Okay. But um, actually, that's pretty good. Um, I got my armor on. <laughs> yeah, 25 to hit. Yeah. Okay. And a 24 to hit. Yeah. Jeez. And a 24, uh, 23 to hit? Yeah. Right. Three sword attacks all against your sword. <laughs> ting, ting, ting. <laughs> and it goes clattering out of your hand. Me. <laughs> they go and pick it up. You are, you immediately have the maximum number of guards that can be that close <laughs> to you, holding you, like holding your arms, hands against your thing, and they are pushing you along. Um, I'm going to summon my sword back to my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to use your voice for that? Time? No, it's just a bonus, actually. Just okay, with that, one of them picks up your sword, just goes, Keep it, keep it safe, and you, and it. <laughs> Oh, and it's back in your hands. They go, oh, bloody hell! And that's where we're going to leave this. <laughs> we, will re oh, bloody we will rejoin this action a little later that's on. That's amazing. <laughs>